Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Right now. And we were the trio. Remember, he was our third wheel. Yeah, three-ring circus. Yeah, yeah, it was bloody amazing. Jeremy Paul, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. The boy. How are you? <laughs> hey, my friend. How are you, buddy? Good to have you on board. Oh, boys, it's... Uh... It's been too long, but you're up my neck of the woods. I, I hear it wrong. You, are you yeah. um, are you searching for your next gig, uh, dude? Yeah, like 100. Uh, have you got 60s, some? Over 60 uh, <laughs> mate, I'm 12 years away from it, but I, I tell you what, physically I feel about two years away from it. <laughs> hey, uh, JP, just uh, update our listeners because so you left the Central Coast for a while and you were coaching in Sydney. Is that correct? Yeah, look, I, 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 I wanted to further my sort of coaching career and um, went down to Shoot Shield and actually moved down to Penrith and got that going and got into NRC, so our, our national rugby competition and had an opportunity to go overseas and um, got my, uh, my wife now, uh, but at the time, partner, we were just a couple of young kids, so we thought uh, it's, it's such a, I suppose, a really selfish sort of type of industry because especially from coaching it's, it's all about playing I tell you coaching mm. is um, yeah it's a pretty full on job and yeah I had an opportunity to go and coach professionally overseas and I just uh, I had to make a family decision and I didn't want to it's 24-7 so came back to the Central Coast uh, wife's family's up here there's about 20 of us uh, we're at Gorakin we're just around the corner from you guys but um there's about 20 of us in a, in a five-kilometre radius, so it's, uh, it's awesome. Love this part of the world. I love the Central Coast. I love everything about the Central Coast. And, um, yeah, not, not at the moment with all this rain, but normally with this, the beautiful sunshine and uh, what a cracker place to live. Yeah, and, you know, that's a tough decision, isn't it? So you could coach overseas, but family come first, second, third, fourth. Mm. In fact, you know, so in a lot of ways, it's a decision... Like well, it's almost a no-brainer. Yeah, you stay with family. J- J- JP, I want to ask you about the Wallabies tonight. So it's an absolutely massive game, and I noticed that 12 players from the Brumbies have been selected, and you being a Queensland boy, there's just one Queensland red in there, and there's a couple of glaring omissions. Well, what are your thoughts about selections for tonight's test? Oh, man, I think it's justified. My minor played started off in Queensland, but I'm a Brumbies boy through and through. But <laughs> you look at the NRL, Steve, you look at the NRL, and we saw last night the Roosters play Penrith. And Penrith had 13 players across multiple different representative sides because they're the best team in the competition. And the Brumbies were the best team in the competition by a long way. So you go with form. And, that, and you've got to respect Dave Rennie with, with, with his selection policy, and that is, Within form, but there's actually a couple of guys there that um, potentially, if there wasn't injuries, wouldn't be starting tonight. But I think I think the big talking point is the uh, is the starting cap. The guy called Caden Neville. Now, Caden Neville is 33 years of age. Do you know he's been with four Wallaby squads, like four different coaches: oh, Robbie Dean, 
He went through Robbie Deans, um, Ewan McKenzie, Michael Checker, and now he's with Dave Rennie, and he's making his test debut tonight. At 33 years of age. At 33 years of age. Wow. So he was, he was picked in the Wallaby squads. So he's, he's been in four Wallaby squads with four different coaches. And it's a remarkable story because it shows perseverance. It shows mm. um, he, he, he's played for every state as well. Like, like, like the... Uh, like the fast bowler in the Australian cricket team last summer. Yeah. A butte who you'd I be forget able to... his name. I forget his name. He, <laughs> he had an amazing debut. That's right. Hey, uh, JP, I want to ask you. So there's a young man who also makes his test debut, and he's in your old position. So he's the Waratahs hooker, Dave Parecki. Tell me a little bit about him. Look, this kid has uh, come through the system. Um, look, he's a very mobile um, hooker, and I think... Uh, it's, it's, it's giving the young guy an opportunity because no one's actually put their hand up to that spot. The, the guy that's on the bench, um, Fainga, he's, he's been the incumbent over the last, but he's been in and out of the side. So there's actually a, another little guy, uh, another Brumby soccer called Lonigan, which is, uh, I think he's injured at the moment. We've actually got a few injuries, but in terms of starting new guys, cause this, is, this is now their roadmap towards the Rugby World Cup in France 2023. So uh, sort of 14 to 16 months out, this test series here. Mm. Um, put it this way, back in 2003 when England won the 03 Rugby World Cup against us, it all hurts me that final. Mm. Um, they won in Australia in 2002 and then won in New Zealand in 2003. So it's all about preparation two years out, the, the second year out of the Rugby World Cup. So you want to blood young players. You want to be able to create your squad for the Rugby World Cup. And look, I think it's I think it's great that he's still able to um, make some test debuts within a squad. And look, it's healthy competition, Steve and Boots. It's it's what we've been lacking in in Australian rugby is depth within position. So it's great. JP, how do you how, how do you see the game playing out tonight? Um, I've got to say, mate, I was saying to Steve on the way here that you know the halcyon days of Australian rugby seem to be so far or so long ago. You know, when, you know, yourself, you know, Gregan, Johnny Eels, you know, they're like names from the past. And we're talking 20 years ago now. Yeah, and you uh, go even further back and you yeah, start talking Jason, Jason Little, Timmy yeah, Horan, of course. Nick Farr-Jones. There was that era where you just knew all the Wallaby players, whereas Willie now o. I couldn't tell you one of them, um, which is a real shame. And, and I don't know whether it's a reflection Well, you of, could. Quake Cooper. Quake Cooper. Well, yeah, there you go. I could. But uh, it's a... Reflection on where the, maybe the rugby is at, unfortunately, as a game. But, um, you know, more importantly, I guess, on my first point, how do you think they'll go tonight and, and what's going to be the key for them? Look, I, I think they, they haven't won a game. I think England's won the last eight games. Um, oh, dear. So we haven't beaten them since 2015. First of all, we, we need to win a test series. And that, that builds, as you know, that builds confidence within confidence, a squad. Right. Um so the first thing is we, we, we've got to win. Now, I like the I like the selection that Dave Rennie's done. Um, he's picked on form, but he's also got um, a plethora of players that are knocking on the door. And but I, I like I like Quay Cooper. What a great redemption story that was, right mm. last year. But and and you also summed it up, mate. Look, rugby unfortunately is a generational sport. But however, this year. We had probably arguably one of the best Super Rugby tournaments we've had in a very long time. Um, we had the Waratahs beat the Crusaders, where we had a young guy called uh, Edmund, a young 5'8". Players haven't even 
seen Australia win the Bledisloe Cup. Like some of them have yeah. been born, and we haven't even held the Bledisloe Cup. So that that also impacts on the exposure of the Wallabies. Like it's all about winning, right? Like you, you've got to win. Like if you're not winning, you're under huge amounts of pressure, and and it's it's a, it's a very tough world in this market. Like this diversity of sports, it's, Australians love winners, man. We love winners. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, hey, JP. Oh, no, keep going, JP. Yeah, go, keep mate. going. Oh, I was just going to say very quickly, look, I, I think Australia, the first game of the, of the Test Series, look, they're going to be a little bit rusty, but I, I, I believe they've got a really good side, particularly back line. I think, um, I think we'll score some tries tonight. So I think, I think Australia can win by, by over 10 points. Yeah, mm, yeah, really? fantastic. Yeah, and I just want to ask you, mate, there's a whole bunch of other fixtures. So France up against Japan, that's in Japan. Argentina hosts Scotland. South Africa versus Wales. And for the first time in a long time, I think at the moment on the rankings, the All Blacks are ranked at number three in the world up against Ireland. Now, that game at Eden Park, wow, at uh, 5.05 this afternoon. So Mm. wouldn't you love to be at Eden Park for that one? The other place I'd love to be in world sport is Wimbledon, where my son's been, or maybe up in Townsville for the Broncos versus the Cowboys. But... All Blacks versus Ireland will be absolutely huge. What are your thoughts about that game? Oh, they'll 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 be an absolute rip snorter. Like that will be an absolute bashers on boys. Like they will go at it for eighty minutes. And mm. Ireland created the blueprint to beat the All Blacks, and that is to compete for eighty minutes. Um, you know, the the All Blacks are you know your Storms, um, uh, your Penrith. Yep. They're a side that just conti- con- consistently turn up every game. So. The contest itself, every mini contest within the game is 100%. And it's about winning more. And what Ireland's been able to do is they've been able to win more and actually apply pressure back to the All Blacks, which every team in the World Cup do. So, as I mentioned before, boys, it's, it's all about this preparation for the Rugby World Cup next year. So, we'll see, we'll see these squads that are playing now will be the squads for the Rugby World Cup next year. So, that will be a cracker series, cracker game. Oh, look, I think they're all black. Mate, they'll be breathing fire. They don't like losing two in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what a pleasure to have JP ah, back good. on the show. Jeremy Paul, you're getting a uh, standing ovation for the man who's done it all, including a World Cup winner with the Wallabies and over 70 tests. Thanks for your time, JP. We'll talk soon. Oh, thanks, boys. Always a pleasure. Stay dry, man.